You're listening to Malam Jumaat Podcast with Rizal. Hey everyone. Yes. Thank you, thank you Amni. Uh, you're listening to Malam Jumaat Podcast and this is episode number one. And before I go any further, I would like to thank these two beautiful people. First is Mr. Faiz Raza for designing the logo for this podcast and also to Miss Amni for lending her voice to do the intro and also outro for this podcast. So quick intro on um, Malam Jumat podcast. What's it about? So Malam Jumat podcast, I chose the name Malam Jumat because it's an example. That, uh, it's just an inspiration that I took from another podcast called the Monday Morning Podcast by Bill Burr. So if I try to like make it has uh, have this, you know, Malaysian flavor to it. So I named it Malam Jumaat, not just because of the connotation of the name Malam Jumaat in itself, but also that it's like a discipline for me to upload these episodes at a certain time at a certain day so that I won't be get haywired on trying to upload the episodes uh randomly at any day so you people won't get confused they know that yes new episode at malam jumaat 8:30 to 9 p.m. easy so the content the contents of malam jumaat podcast um right now I like to keep it very minimal So basically it's just a solo audio podcast, no video yet as of today on maybe current issues and social media drama, um rants as usual, uh random reviews, maybe I'll just review a movie or a game I'm playing or a book. And last but not least, um I'll be playing the keyboard just to like bridge the gap to make a segue between two uh topics because it can get awkward when you're just talking and then there's no definitive ending to it and then you just change to another topic so to make it smooth that don't people don't you know feel like eh what happened so that will I'll just play such random popular songs and I'll just you know then talk about another topic so it will be m- more interesting and you just don't have to listen to my voice talking and just me randomly playing notes and some riffs maybe i'll do riffing i'll just like create something random out of you know nowhere just playing scales or arpeggios or whatever i think and also the next one well, where will i upload uh the episodes so right now there's only three uh first youtube uh and then bitshoot and also Anchor FM. Anchor FM is for audio only, BitChute and YouTube is for the video. But there will be only still images but you can still listen to this podcast, to this uh podcast, yes. Uh every episode. So, but then uh in the future I after this I might try um signing under Ice Kacang which is Media Prima, I guess. So right now uh also yes for this podcast it will be family friendly and I'll try to reduce or like eliminate any curse words uh for the reason that I want to you know to be more appeal to have more appeal towards you know uh the people from the boomers the gen xers who who are families who has families that they can listen to this episode together 
not just uh the teenagers or the people who are you know the young the young crowds the young audiences so they can just you know so you can share it far and wide without the fear of listening to any cuss words along the way maybe they have a you know a small child or they have kids who are very very haven't gone to school so they'll pick up very fast when it comes to that certain words cuss words so yeah and also YouTube is get is going to crack down on all stuff of you know all those of something those sensitive sensitive words and also the curse words so we won't uh, so this uh, this podcast won't get any you know strikes or whatever for possibly hate speech or whatever I don't know so that's the plan no trying to reduce maybe I'll just you know somehow just drop an f bomb or a crap or whatever but I'll try to bleep it so yeah and um I think that's all for the introduction of the podcast itself so it will be I cannot say a weekly thing but you can rest assured that new episodes will be uploaded malam jumaat yes kamis malam jumaat uh 8:30 to 9 p.m. just like that yeah okay now um It's only five minutes in, and I won't just end that podcast just like that because this is the first episode. Then I'll just straight up go and do some topics, uh, for this episode. So, um, this episode I'll just cover two because, uh, I don't think you've, I don't think you're gonna know because this is already the third time recording this episode. So I tried three topics. Uh, it overshot like fifty minutes, and I did two and a half and tried to put a bit of the third topic, but it got like forty. It didn't. It didn't decrease that much. Like fifty two minutes to like forty six. So this is my third attempt, and I'll just talk about two stuff. So yeah, uh, this episode there'll be me- no playing the keyboard or whatever this is just purely me talking to you and maybe trying to go uh, trying to get a conversation or discussion going at the comment section yeah so i think the first thing that i want to talk about is something that we all do every day when we're bored or when we're trying to wait or we're doing nothing but also we're doing something that we're doing it also is like going to social media So social media, especially right now, the in thing are are these two, uh, just minus the Instagram because that's more on uh, pictures, uh, Twitter number one, and also Facebook. Uh, I'm not active that much on Facebook, but I'm very very active on Twitter, and also another alternative um alternative uh social media called Gab, but that's something for another day that I'm going to talk about gap but let's just focus on twitter um especially to twitter jaya let's let's go let's go on a smaller scale before we go up to the international stuff but let's go for let's talk about twitter jaya especially when it comes to um arguments debates uh on twitter this is my opinion i think that um Twitter debates is non-existent for me because people are there to argue and they won't give up and they won't change their minds. 
I think a good debate is when you meet up face to face, sit down, look at the guy's face, and then present your points. When you do it in social media, especially on Twitter with limited characters and also uh, the quote tweets and also the replies, it gets messy. The message doesn't get to the other person clearly. And then there's no expression of certain words to try to, how do you say that, to strengthen the points that you want to say. So it becomes lost in translation due to the non-existent emotion of the tweets being typed out. Because when you debate, you want to see the point strengthened through verbally so that you know what is important and what is not. So you get through all the noise of the extra bombastic words and you get to know what the point is. Some people say that, oh, it's okay, we can just debate blah, blah, blah through words and everything. Here's another problem pertaining to debating in a public platform such as Twitter. People can hijack and also they can actually butt in to your arguments and to your debates, if you want to call it. I'm not that uh, pleased when I'm trying to have that type of debate. Because I once thought that debating was a thing on social media, but then people are butting in into those mentions and then they try to quote retweet it so they can just find more people to bash you because of your points and you do the same. So they your friends will bash that person and it doesn't go anywhere. Seriously. So that's my points, uh my opinions regarding on arguments. In Twitter, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's some um, sensitive stuff, kind of like polygamy, sexual assault, rape, or something very, very uh, trivial such as makeup or skincare or maybe sports. Well, that's more on banter. But the thing is that people just don't care. They just want to show that they're the most uh, clever knowledgeable person there and then they will demean and look down under the people who goes against them and one thing i think that i don't i don't think that debates is also an effective uh thing to do on social media is because you can actually block the person when you already like uh when you already have no points or you're just very very angry and just blocking them and then it becomes nothing uh it just uh, you know ends abruptly and then there's also like um people resorting to ad hominem they'll just you know personally insult you about stuff that they physically or maybe they you show your face and they'll just you know attack your characteristics so i think that's very very toxic and very very bad so i don't think that this is such a this is an effective place to do arguments and debates on social media. So I'll be just talking, I'll just end it there. You can share your thoughts and opinions about arguing, debating on social media on certain topics. Not, ab- not about where to eat like that. This is like this hardcore stuff. Like, you know, those maybe about peop- uh, sexual harassment, molestation, uh, murder, 
um, people who are standing, uh, pregnant ladies who are standing so they don't get a seat in the train or maybe strollers going to lifts and people say that they don't have the privilege to use it. I don't know. Those are the things that I see is like, it's more of noise, more to noise than people giving their, you know, uh, factual thoughts about stuff. Yeah, uh, that would be it for the social media. And <laughs> I've jot down the points that I have to talk about in this episode because before this, I tried to do freestyle gung-ho just like that and talk. And one thing is why it ra- I rambled. That's why it became like 52 minutes. So right now I have to jot down, see where I should cut off and then go to the other topics. So yeah, so social media is the first topic that I want to talk about. Hopefully you'll give your thoughts and opinions about it uh, regarding arguments and debates in Twitter. So the second one, I think I can squeeze in the third topic. I'll just give you the cliff notes of the third topic, but let's go to the second one. Uh, memes. Um, I mean, back in like 2000, what? I forgot, maybe 11, 12? where memes were like very, very harmless and it's just pure fun. Kind of like, um, let's say, me gusta, bitch please. Um, bad luck, Brian, uh, photogenic guy, photogenic running guy. So these are the peop- these are those kind of memes that people use it purely for fun and for humor. And then um, there comes like this frog named Pepe, Pepe the Frog. I think it was in 2000 and the the drawing was back in 2005 drawn by Matt Fury and I think it's a cartoon or comic called Boys Club but uh the thing is it's just a drawn a frog saying feels good man and that's it but I don't know the thing is you know that the they say that memes has evolved from being just something of humor and just senseless fun to a political to being involved in a political sphere of the left and the right and this is being this is worse than uh in 4chan when they started this move called Kekistan and they they use uh Pepe Pepe's um resemblance for the Kekistan and also the flags and everything so here, here it is. It's just pure fun. They're just trying to rile up. This is like the right wing trying to rile up the leftists uh, regarding, you know, the memes. But then it's taken out of context. And they say that this Pepe the Frog has been used as a hate symbol to show that this is the symbol of the alt-right. They're boogeyman from the left. So the problem is that it's nothing more than a picture of a frog that is being used as a symbol of hate and no this it gets better here or worse i don't know that the anti-defamation league actually registered pepe the frog that is being used by the alt-right as a hate symbol as like the official hate symbol which is crazy and people are like why is a meme being uh, registered as a hate symbol. Even I don't know why. I think it's just senseless fun of people just using a cartoon frog for just 
some reason. But then it ev- it doesn't evolve. It goes beyond that. And also the next one was um the OK sign. The OK sign was also started by 4chan just to it's a troll it's a troll this just they're just trolling about saying that the uh shape of the OK sign has the letter W and the letter P and it stands for white power and people on the left or people on the mainstream media took it seriously and they just ran with it they just said that oh my god this is not actually the OK sign anymore. It's like a secret symbol used by right-wingers who say that this is a white power sign because there's three fingers up. It's W and the index and the thumb making like a circle. So it, like, it looks like a letter P, so it's white power. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, but these people are... This what happens when there's this two distinct generation when this generation becomes so, so technologically aware and advanced and it comes with those who are from the left who has no sense of humor and also the left has more kind of like those boomers. kind of like There's also the neocons from the right who are the old people. But then it's not that bad on the left itself when they don't know anything, they see it as something that is hateful and they don't know anything about meme culture so they take it seriously that this is the white power sign but then not also that but the young people also like the millennials because uh the okay sign i think the latest one that uh happened was in an overwatch league when a person was brandishing that okay sign and then some dumb guy on twitter or maybe a lady i don't know don't want to misgender them um said that who's that trash that uh that flashed the white power sign at the back you must ban him ban that person from ever going to the from going to this overwatch league or whatever and then that person was actually a bisexual person um thai steel trainer uh, with an OW at the back, so OWL at the back, so it must be like Overwatch or Overwatch League, whatever at the back of his uh, Twitter handle. So he n- didn't know that that was the white power sign. And then he, said he apologized for something that doesn't exist and it's just a troll just to rile up the people on the left that is actually just an okay sign. He thought that he remembers that people who does that is like uh, played the circle game. The Circle Game was originally from the TV series called Malcolm in the Middle. But the thing is, that Circle Game is you have to brandish it under the waist. So if people look down the waist and see that see that symbol, see that hand symbol, they can get the chance to punch you on the shoulder or whatever. So that's the game of the Circle Game. But then he just put it up. He uh, put his hands up with the circle just like that, the hand symbol, and people uh, people like gave shit on him when he uh, stood in front and told that he's the one who did who brandished that hand, hand sign or hand symbol or whatever. So I think that, okay, I just want to cut, cut to that only, but I just want to do the conclusion that um, people are getting too serious right now. That's it. When we say that this is a snowflake generation when everyone is offended with everything, 
I think it's coming true. It's not just like we're trying to make us look macho or masculinity so fragile that we are saying that people who are offended are actually very, very, you know, soft and we're trying to like uh, hide our insecurities or whatever. No. If you are afraid of a hand symbol that is agreed upon millions or billions of people to be that's an okay sign instead of a white power sign and you fell for the bait of 4chan for god's sakes people should know that 4chan isn't a place of you know seriousness people troll there all the time but then people still use think seriously at that at that place because it's so surprising that I don't know, because the new one is the honkler meme, the Pepe the Frog with the rainbow wig and a red nose. So, <laughs> I don't know, it's it's kind of funny and also sad at the same time. When It's funny that people take the bit, but it's also sad that people take it seriously. Uh, I don't know, meme, meme culture has evolved. That's right, meme culture has evolved to just harmless fun, to like, straight up political movement using those memes just to uh, show hate hatred or whatever but then they also know it's just trolling that's 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 the main message that they just want to say that hey the people on this side is just having fun we're just trolling you and you're taking it seriously and you're just taking the bait so i don't know people are they're so riled up and until they wanted to ban a person from the league for brandishing it. I don't get it. I seriously don't get it. So that's it. What are your thoughts and opinions on the, you know, the memes kind of like Pepe the Frog and also the OK Hand Sign, the Honkler meme, the Milk meme. I think the Milk was uh done at the live stream at He Will Not Divide Us, uh, Shia LaBeouf's He Will Not Divide Us 24 hours live stream. And there were like boys going in front of that camera and then drinking milk and saying that this milk is the sign of white people or whatever. They're just trying to make fun of it. But then the leftist media said that milk, the new symbol for white supremacy because it is white and white are, white is bad. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, what are your thoughts on these, this silly uh, okay hand sign and Pepe the Frog and also the milk uh, story I don't know this is this is something new that I'm trying to go topic by topic instead of you know trying to be gung-ho and talk about something that just pops on in my mind on the spot so that was before this um, I think I can squeeze in I think they have uh, eight more minutes so the third one would be the Avi Yemeni versus Jim Jeffries, uh, which is Comedy Central. So that's something that I wanted to talk about because, okay, people are just trying to just lop it up when they watch a night, a late night show hosts, um, CNN, mostly the late night show hosts, the Comedy Central, when they just make fun of Donald Trump every night and like they have no other material to do. So Jim Jeffries is Australian. I think he's already like dual citizenship or he's full American, but still has that Australian accent. And Avi Yemeni is a Jewish Australian. Uh, 
he calls himself an activist. I don't know. So very conservative, very Jewish, and he's very against the uh, Muslim, uh, the Islamic teachings. But he said, don't conflate Islam and Muslims because he said that the, not all Muslims are bad, but then Islam can be criticized. That's what he said. So right now, that's uh, just put that aside. So the story begins like this. Uh, Jim Jeffries invited Avi for a show for the Comedy Central show of Jim Jeffries' show to talk about open borders and immigration in Australia, maybe immigration in general, so that he said yes, but on two conditions. First, do not associate him with neo-Nazis and white nationalists and also do not chop the questions and the answers and put it on other questions. So that's it. But the thing is, uh, okay, Comedy Central agreed, but, well, that will be another, I'll talk that later. So they met in Singapore to do the uh, interview. So Avi was being very cautious about it. So he recorded secretly the whole interview with Jim Jeffries in Singapore for almost two hours but then they'll they, they just wanted they only used like three minutes of footage and from that hidden uh secret footage that he recorded it's like Jim Jeffries was a staunch leftist and liberal like trying to fight for the people of color for the minorities for the Muslims around the world but there, when they, the cameras weren't rolling, he was like going full on bashing, like insulting Muslims and Islam and the Prophet Muhammad himself. He said that, oh, the burqa looks stupid. Uh, I think those Muslim babies deserve to be blown up. They should be blown up, something like that. And then he drew the Prophet Muhammad as a wobbly ghost and then showed it to Avi. So we don't know why, but Avi was also like being like, whoa, just don't do that, man. Do you want, do you want to get death threats or something? So he said just like that. But then he said, well, no, no worries. Something like that. So he said that. So after that, after that um, interview recording that was done months ago, but somehow the New Zealand shooting happened just back in March. And then they somehow just use that footage of that uh the interview and then he puts it on the news on the New Zealand shooting and then trying to put like as if Avi was responsible for the New Zealand shooting like he radicalized that person and then that person go went out and shot 50 people so and first of all he, Comedy Central and Jeff Jeffries broke all the rules that all the promises that Avi said no association with a white nationalist or you know those uh Nazis neo Nazis. Well, that one broke because because of the New Zealand shooter, and the second one don't chop up the answers and questions to make it as if Avi is looking like this barbaric person who hates immigrants and who hates anything anything about Islam and Muslim. Well, Jim Jeffries did exactly, Comedy Central did exactly that. And it look, it paints a negative perspective of the viewers watching that episode of Avi Yemeni. So Avi showed the 
uh, not the full. They showed all the questions and answers that was exactly the answer from from the questions that was asked, and it was different, really, really different. And um, he wanted answers. Uh, Avi exposed Jim, so Jim is blocking people left, right, and center. When uh in Instagram and also in uh Twitter, um, he was very, very avid. Uh, and he was very, very active uh, on Facebook, Avi. He was uh, very, very um, active in trying to expose him on Facebook until his Facebook page was banned by Facebook because of quote-unquote hate speech, which is very, very dumb when you think about it, when you expose someone who did you wrong and, you know, broke all the promises. So after that, he decided that it, enough is enough. He wanted to confront Jim Jeffries and Comedy Central in New York. So he flew to the States from Australia. And when he touched down to California, he was being uh, sidelined by the immigration p- uh, officer and went back to a room. And lo and behold, two FBI officers were waiting for him in the room. And he was interrogated almost Five hours, he said. Five hours on uh, why he was going to the U.S. And he said that maybe the inform. Uh, he said that may or may n- the informant may or may not be Comedy Central. And they check his bag to see that maybe he brought some weapons or something to, because they said that Avi is like a threat to safety of Comedy Central, thinking that he'll go to Comedy Central and maybe do a shooting or whatever which is dumb so because Avi said he only brought a microphone and a camera. That's it. He just wanted answers. Uh, he wanted to know that why are they doing what they're doing, making him look bad. That's it. And then he's also uh, scheduled to do two shows in the U.S., which is uh, The Rubin Report with Dave Rubin and also with Louder with Crowder, with Stephen Crowder. But after that, uh, he got still got deported back to he had to go back to australia because of a technicality of his visa waiver program so he had to go back and then he just made a video so he had to um, sign up to a new visa program to go to the u.s again but uh he has he'll be doing um an interview an online interview with dave rubin through google hangouts and also with InfoWars. Alex Jones also uh, caught wind of this uh, contra- controversy. So he invited Avi to talk about what really happened and everything during you know, being interrogated by the FBI officers. I mean, the FBI officers cleared him, but the immigration didn't because there was like this technicality talking about did he get his visa denied before this? He answered no. But then... Um, uh, actually, 15 years before that, he did get his visa denied. So it was a technicality so that this new visa waiver program the, that he had is already null and void because of he didn't answer the question truthfully. That's it. That's the reason why he got deported from California at LAX, I guess, back to Australia. So he'll do everything, but he, he'll still do his best to go to uh, the U.S. again to confront Jim Jeffries and Comedy Central. So the story stops there. We don't know what will happen or what's going on right now, but I'll keep you updated or 
or if I'm not going to talk about this after uh, this uh, next episodes, you can just follow Avi Emini uh, YouTube. Avi Emini's YouTube, uh, his Twitter is Osraeli Avi. Uh, you can go search for him there and you can just get updated on his videos about this Jim Jeffries uh, kerfuffle with Avi regarding the show that he did uh, that paints him as a bad person that radicalized the New Zealand shooter. Australian shooter in New Zealand shooting up a mosque. Well, yeah. So what are your thoughts on this, uh, you know, this Avi versus the Jim Jeffries Comedy Central? And do you think that you are going to be skeptic after this? Or do you still believe on those late night hosts or those Hollywood people actually fighting for the people of color, for the minorities? Are they truly doing it from the bottom of their heart or are they just doing it for their brownie points so they, they, they would look good and people will love them and watch their movies or shows? For me, they're all hypocrites. It's called acting for a reason. They're just pretending to be someone. So yeah, I think that would be all the three topics I'm going to talk about today. So um, thank you for listening to this episode of the first episode of Malam Jumaat podcast. Um, before I go, so uh, now you've listened to this episode and you liked it. So please share this episode to your friends and to your families. Uh Share it wide and open, so wide, far away, spread it far away. So not just your friends, your friends' friends, your families, your extended family, your extended family's family-in-law, whatever, everyone. So they would listen to this episode, they would get engaged, they would comment down there, maybe giving their thoughts, maybe I'll learn something new. Not only just you learning about these topics that I talk about, but they can also give their opinions about it. And I won't get butt hurt about it also because you know it's it's YouTube. I'm opening it my opening myself to criticisms, so it's okay. So that's the ending. So you can share this video on Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, um, Snapchat. I don't know if there's Snapchat or any stories on Facebook story, IG story, or whatever. So please do. And thank you for listening to Malam Jumaat Podcast. You can follow me at Lord Rizal, L-O-R-D-R-I-Z-A-L, and also at Instagram uh, at Z-R-I-Z-A-L, Z-Rizal1022. Uh, everything's in the description. If you, if you can't listen to this clearly, just go to the description down below. Please read them. And then if, you're, if you want to follow certain people there, please go. Uh, also, Faiz Razak for doing the logo for this podcast. I'll also put his Twitter handle down there. And Amni, if you feel like she did a good job be doing the, uh, the intro and outro for this podcast, maybe you want to call her to do a gig to do voice acting or whatever, I'll put her tweet handle down there also. So thank you for listening to Malam Jumaat Podcast. See you on the next episode. And take it away, Amni, to the outro. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Malam Jumaat Podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Give it a like and click the subscribe button to support this channel. Don't forget to click the bell to allow notification so you'll never miss a new episode. 
See you on the next episode of Malam Jumaat Podcast. Goodbye.